Open up your ears, swallow down your gum, and grab your emotional support knitting. Because this episode, we're joined by a very special guest, and she deserves your undivided attention. Jamie has been guest starring on every episode so far in her mind, and now it's finally happening for realsies. In part one, we're getting into her ADHD journey from schoolyard crow to diagnosed adult, ways she and her neuroticlish children address their inner Kevins, how DBT helps her manage her traits and embrace her strengths, and why Maine is objectively the best place to live. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a Well, whose bright idea was it to drink seltzer right before recording the podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> have a nice, probably, stew. <laughs> Some good dairy Some before nice we record. Some dairy with corn. Yep, and lots of bubbles. And lots mm-hmm. of bubbles Perfect. just to, you know, brew in the gut. <laughs> On that note. Right. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD-adjacent podcast. I'm Kristen Stanhope. And I'm Grace Bray. And today we have a very special episode because it's not just us. Today, we have a guest. We're here with Jamie. Welcome, Jamie. Uh, Welcome to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's a longtime listener, a member of the NeuroSpicy Agenda, and a good friend. Yep. So we're excited to have her, and she'll be joining us for the next for this episode. In the episode. If you mess up, you can do that. Oh, the okay. beeps are very unnecessary. Yeah. They're <laughs> supposed to be a loud beep so I can see it on the spectrogram on the thing. thing, but Kristen just goes, <laughs> which is not kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> doesn't that help? No, it no. doesn't. But I think it's funny, so keep All doing right. it. There you help? go. There yeah, you that's go. a good one. Oh, my I ears listen, are bleeding I now. I don't need a beep either way. You don't need I a beep. I listen to the whole thing anyways. Okay. Wow. It's a good thing you told me that. To. Yeah. <laughs> 65 episodes in. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Welcome, Jamie. Welcome to our show. We're happy hey, to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done a guest episode in a long time. Quite a while. Christopher and Ian don't count. No, no. No. They're old news. Blah. <laughs> and this time we have a fun guest. So Jamie is the one who made us those lovely mugs that we posted, right, on the yeah, Instagram? Yeah, we did post on point? them. Yeah, they're on there. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about those. The mugs. And then what we didn't post was the um, the candle with the warmer. Oh, yeah, our candle warmer. Oh, candle. Yeah, I just great. used mine yesterday. Oh, that's sweet. I love my candle warmer. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff with Jamie today, but first she has a warm-up question for us. Yes? Yep, I do. So um, you're chewing gum. Yes. All right, I can picture it. Yep. All right. Yep. One piece or two? One. Two. Who does two? Me. I do. You do two? I do two. What do you do? Two. Two, two. You also do two? I I need to chew two because I need to snap or pop my gum. Yes, same. That's too much. Well, I can't do two right away because then it gets too big. So you have to chew one until it starts to shrink back down and then you add the second piece. That's exactly what I do, Jamie. 
And then you got a good place for blowing bubbles. Yeah, snapping. Yep, get your snaps in. What? One is not enough. It gets too thin. What kind, what, and then you lose your flavor too fast. Yep. What brand are you chewing, first of all? Any brand. Any brand? Most brands, yeah. Unless it's like a Hubba Bubba, I'm putting in two. Hubba Bubba, you only need one because that's like the size of two. Yeah, but bazooka, you have to do half of one. Otherwise, you just cut your mouth up because the gum's so hard. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard gum. And it loses flavor fast. Yeah. Juicy gum. fruit, I'm going two. Really? Yeah. What One's just not stripes? enough. Ooh, fruit stripes, that loses flavor the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a lot of fruit. It's about 12 gum. seconds Chicklets? of flavor. Do you, do, do you only do one chick? Or do you I do don't two? do chiclet. I don't like the crunchy gum. The gum okay. that has the like crunch the on the end. I like yeah. the crunchy gum. Candy I feel like I mistake it for candy too much and I swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> you forget what you're doing. You just swallow oh, it down. I, you I mean, I swallow gum, gum anyways. anyway, but... Oh. I've gotten better since that episode came out because there's a lot of feedback. Apparently, so you're not supposed to swallow your gum. It's not going to hurt anything. Um, it's it just comes out. I don't. I don't think for like your body's reasons you shouldn't do it. I just think it's gross. It just seems like a bad, slimy texture to swallow down your gullet. I mean, I've swallowed worse. <laughs> <laughs> right, and on that note. <laughs> Should we get it? Do you want to stand by that statement? I do. Okay. All right. All right. That was a good warm up. Yeah. Should we get into good, our little accomplishments? Yeah, maybe we should do. Maybe we should. We should move on. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. We're gonna do our song. Yep. Yes. Jamie, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. You need the lyrics. You got them. No, I, I I've got this memorized. All right. I, I'm, I've been on every podcast episode in my head. <laughs> Yeah, you've been being interviewed the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. All right. Jamie, why don't you start she's us off? She's already doing better than me. I know. <laughs> a little yeah. jealous. She knows the words. She knows the words. So she's already doing <laughs> the better. The bar is really low, but I'm still upset. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to limbo more. <laughs> um, okay, so my little accomplishment this week is I baked a cake from scratch. Whoa. Whoa. And I actually, uh, it's chocolate with coffee. Oh, that sounds good. Oh. Yeah. And you also had to make coffee? I did. How yeah. do you put the coffee in the cake? You use it instead of water. Oh. Yeah. I I make um uh half calf in my French press every morning because I don't like the full caffeine. Oh. It makes me too jittery. Yeah. Just use my leftover coffee that I didn't drink. And that's a uh, great idea. Use that in my I cake. I wish batter. I liked baking. I wish I had coffee. <laughs> I wish I lived closer. I'd bring some cake over after Aww. we got done eating it tomorrow. That'd be nice. I know. You already brought us so many lovely little ceramic lovely gifts. Some... We'll have to post those on the Instagram, we too. definitely do. Yeah. You always bring us little treats. Thanks. Treats. Well, congratulations on making that cake for a special occasion or just a, just because yeah, cake? Um, well, it, shout out to my daughter, Abby. It's her 12th birthday tomorrow. Oh, what's up, 12. Abby? Happy birthday. It's a big year. That is a I mean, fun year. It'll be well past her 12th birthday by the time she actually gets That's to hear right. this. Happy belated okay. birthday. Yes. Sorry we're late. <laughs> Relate to the party. Grace, you are up next. Oh, what's your I? little accomplishment? Okay, so I just talked about dropping pictures off at Staples to get copies made of them. And I was proud of myself. And that was my little accomplishment last week. And I said, we'll see if I pick them up. Well, I picked them up. Woo! Woo! Yeah. yeah. So I had copies made and then I picked them up. There you Way go. to go on the I follow like through. This, right? yeah, I like I'm pretty this, proud like, of myself. It only it. took me like five days. There you go. That's to pick nothing. them up, right? They're That's ready. Nothing. They were probably ready in five days. So. Yeah, they were ready in a day, um, but we don't need. To know. I did it in five days. There you go. Um, and I almost drove past it and drove home because I really didn't want to go in, and I was like, mm, "No, just do it." And I did it. I was really proud, proud of myself. Of you. That's great. And now that task is complete. Now you have all your copies. 
Look Woo. at me making Woo-woo. copies. Nice. So are the yeah. copies like paper copies or are they photocopies, like on photo paper? They're paper copies. I have them made on like nice art paper so I oh, can okay. frame them. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Because I made some of my like weird collage art for people and I gave them away. But I'm like, oh, I kind of want those too. <laughs> and so I made copies of them. So now I can have my own copies. And I got uh, digital copies made as well so I can have them like printed on other things if I want. Ooh, nice. Like mug. The world is my oyster. Yeah. Yeah. I can put them on a, a mug. mug. Blanket. Hat. Oh. Other things. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Sure. Sure. <laughs> put my art on some toilet paper. <laughs> All right, Kristen, what did you accomplish? I made an appointment for my car because I have to have it inspected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like my father. (laughs) It's a real dad move. It is a real dad move, but I I am a dad. Yeah. Father three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I've been putting it off because uh, my inspection hasn't expired. Am I legally allowed to say that? I don't think the police are going to come for And me. by the time this comes out, you'll be driving legally again. Yeah, yeah you'll be covered. You yeah. yeah. No crimes And you know what? Here. The lady, she was super nice. I was like, hey, I think I'm past my inspection. She's like, aren't we all? And I was like, uh, <laughs> You work here. Well, I'm she's, like, man, she's one I was of us. a year after yeah, my yeah. own heart. Like, thanks, thanks. You should she's just like, carry a pocket of feathers around and right? give them to people when they're like, so obviously in the wolf club. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Look us up. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew her name. I'd give her a shout out. But yeah, I was like, oh, thanks for me, making me feel better. She's like, this happens all the time. And I was like, nice. Great. That was I nice. didn't tell her how many months I was overdue, but she'll figure it out. She's definitely one of us. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. good job. Yeah. That was my little accomplishment. Burr, burr. Yeah. Proud of you all. Burr, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, before we mosey on into the meat of our episode, which will be Jamie's ADHD Learning Corner, uh, where we pester her with too many questions, should we do a little transition? Ooh. What do you have in mind? Nothing. Nothing yeah, at all. This you is got any ideas? Like, yeah, this is where your mind yeah, goes blank. Yeah. Yeah. Second you say time. transition, my mind <laughs> yeah. goes blank. That's what we brought you in for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're we the usually one do the a lot of ocean theme, but maybe we can mix it up. Ah! Uh, <laughs> some like some seagulls. Foghorn, oh, yeah. nice, yeah. That's a nice foghorn. Someone walking in the sand. Does sand does sand sound like that? I don't know. I do this every yeah, time, and you say time. that's not what sand sounds like. <laughs> I don't. That's think... what sand sounds like to me. Okay, all right. A little crunch. The main beach wave, is maybe, like a yeah, yeah. pretty rocky. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, if you're on the main beach. Hot dogs, get yeah, your hot, hot dogs. Transition. All right. Okay. That was great. That was a lovely, peaceful transition. I hope yeah. it took you away to, to a better beach. place. Yeah. <laughs> to to better place. Yeah. Yeah. So, the New England Beach. All right, Kristen. Why don't you? Yeah. Are you do you want to take the lead on kind I'll of asking Jamie yeah, yeah. some questions? Yeah. yeah. So this, you know, every guest has a story, and we're about to listen to Jamie's. Yeah. I don't really have like a. I wish I had a. Cute you don't need to do a big build up introduction, but I don't. So. It's Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> da, da, da. But yeah, Jamie, I guess uh, we were trying to think of a better way to ask, what's your deal? Yeah, like yeah. who you are and what your deal is. Yeah, who you are, what's like, your deal? What's your deal? How'd you end up here? Yeah, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> but I think that's all we really figured out. Yeah. I'm sure there's a better way to phrase it, but... Why don't you tell us your, yeah. who you are and... What your deal what your is. Deal is. Yeah. <laughs> There's no better way to There's say no it. There's no better way. We'll all never right, find all a right. Way. I'll deal out some Jamie. That's all cool. Right. Um, well, like, which part of, 
I, I have so many questions. Like, what do you want to know about me? That's the problem. Where are you from? Big question. Yeah, where yeah. are you from? Okay, from? Well, so I've been um, uh, a Mainer for 11 years now. Nice. Oh. I have not always lived in Maine, obviously, because I'm 41. And you figured so, you weren't 11. For, yeah, I'm not 11. <laughs> um, especially since my daughter's turning 12. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> So I originally came out from Seattle, actually. That's right. With um, with my daughter and my dog Fern. Aww. Oh. And um, we had some friends that had moved to Maine, and they spent like a whole year on a campaign trying to get us to move out. And so we finally, I, I kind of figured I was kind of looking down the barrel of like what's single motherhood going to be like in Seattle. Versus, mm. you know, what the picture they're painting for me of what it could be like in Maine. And I was like, you know, I'll probably Less have, expensive. have yeah. better quality of life in Maine mm. in general. Just there's less crime, less people. So there are less people. That's how I ended up out here. And do you like it here? I love it. I, okay. I, I got off the plane. Like I was only coming out for a wedding. And then a couple weeks before I decided to change my flight to a one way ticket. Whoa! Very impulsive. That's a impulsive. bold move. A yeah. Bold, move. Yeah. bold. Yes, bold. Bold, not <laughs> wow. impulsive. Bold. Um, and I just like I felt like I was home as soon as I got off the plane. It was Aww. it was great. We both lived on the West Coast. I think there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But I know at least I missed Maine. That's why I moved back. Same. Yeah. yeah. Maine feels cozy. It's a cozy place. It is. You've, you've got lots of seasons. And so many seasons. Too many. Varieties yeah. of weather. Yeah. You've got a yeah. lot of good big weather. You don't have surprises <laughs> like earthquakes. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. We have big weather. Our, yeah, yeah, don't don't use that term. No, we can use big weather. We use big weather. We don't say extreme weather. Okay, okay. We have no extreme weather here in Maine. We have big weather. We have big weather. Big weather. Brought to you by big weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy you made that bold move to come to Maine. Yeah, and now you're here. And now I'm here. And um, yeah, so I've kind of done a lot of things since I've been to Maine. Um. Your mother too now, right? I am. Yep. It's exciting. Yep. So I've got I've got a an eight year old daughter, Sparrow. She was born in Appleton. Nice Appleton, Maine. That sounds like um a fairy tale. We were just talking about how you live almost like a lifetime movie life because you are a ceramicist. I am, yep. and We're your ceramicist. boyfriend. Ceramicist. Can I say this? Yep. Owns a Christmas tree farm. Yes. Like, I think I that it, is, like, is it's that a not a movie. lifetime yeah, movie? Yeah, come on. It's main, precious. Main, it's precious. Yep. It's precious. Christmas tree farm and um, Not an everybody artist. in Maine lives a fairy tale, but you do. Oh, um, well. <laughs> it doesn't look like that in the spring. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, you are of the neurospicy community, correct? I, I am definitely neurospicy. Okay. Yep. And you're a suspected, correct? Um, so I actually got my ADHD diagnosis in 2020. Oh, okay. All right. I I had this really weird experience in the middle of kind of, you know, lockdown where I kept losing my car keys (laughs) and I wasn't going anywhere because no one was going anywhere. But like every time I needed to go somewhere, I couldn't find my car keys. And I was like, how is it possible that I never leave my house and I'm still losing my car keys? It's either dementia or it's ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really, like, I actually yeah. thought I had, like, early onset dementia. I was really worried about my mental health. Mm. And so I called up um, a therapist that I had worked with when I was going through my divorce a few years before and um, said, you know, can you see me? Because, like, something's not right. And, like, I kept having, like, these really, like, big... Um, 
like meltdowns. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was just like blowing up. I, I couldn't figure out why I was like just fine one minute and then kind of like exploding the next. Mm. And it was really embarrassing. Yeah, if you don't know what's going on right. or why it's happening. Yeah. And then on top of that, like I couldn't remember anything and I kept losing things. And so I called her up and I was like, I need help. Like I'm losing my mind. And she she saw me and like within two two um, appointments, she was like, I'm pretty sure you have ADHD, but let's do some tests and fit, you know, figure out for sure. Mm -hmm. Were you so. thinking ADHD before she said that? I had no idea. Oh, really? No, really? no, no. But the really funny thing is I kept sending my friend. Um, I have a friend that I know has ADHD, so I kept sending her memes. <laughs> like, I'm like, loser. I'm like, ah, like, look at this. This is it. so funny. And she's like, ha. Ah. And like, after doing this for like a year, um, I, I texted her and I'm like, these are so relatable. I'm starting to think I have ADHD. And she's like, you didn't know? <laughs> thought that's why you were sending yeah, them. Yeah, she thought I was sending like we them. we could relate I, together. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of my first thought. And then I talked to the therapist and I was like, I don't know if this is it or not, but this is what, you know, like, and she was like, oh yeah, no, you're definitely, you're definitely, you definitely have ADHD. So I tried to do the medication thing and they got me onto a non-stimulant. Mm-hmm. And I had um, a serotonin reaction to it, oh. which I'd never heard of before, yes. but it was really awful. Yeah. I felt like I, I, I took one dose of, um, I don't know what it was, an a antidepressant. Was it Wellbutrin? Or yeah, it was. It was, oh, Wellbutrin. Yeah, it was Wellbutrin. Yep. And I got really sick. Wow. And so I called her up and I'm like, I'm never taking that again. Like, is there any other? And I felt bad ask. I was like, is there, can I try a stimulant? And I was like, she thinks I'm looking for drugs. I just know it. Like, I feel so weird asking for a stimulant. Like, it Did you felt... add that to your allergy list, by the way? No. On your medical record? You should. Oh, okay. So you don't get it again. I'll do that. Yeah. So if you have a big reaction like that. You definitely don't want to like reattempt it. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. Like this is, we just try the non-stimulants first in case they work. And she put me on um, like the lowest dose of like Adderall extra, not like not extra strength. Oh, um, extended release. Extended release. Mm. And um, I've been on that for three years. Oh, wow. Oh, like, nice. First time I tried it, I was just like, whoa. 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 I can, <laughs> like, I can hear my own thoughts. Mm. <laughs> like, the chatter died down. That's great. And after that, it was actually really awful, though, because all of a sudden, like, I was able to do so many things that I'd been avoiding doing that mm. it was, like, I remember calling my friend and I'm like, this, like, I hope this, like, levels out at some point because this is horrible. I'm not doing anything fun anymore. I'm just doing all the <laughs> stuff I need to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's I a really meme relate that, to that goes around that's like, or it's like a, I, don't, I was almost going to say a vine, but it's like a little, it must be a TikTok. And it's like, I don't want to be put on medication. I don't want to lose my sparkle. And then they're like, the next scene is like the sparkle in question. It's just you doing some sort of like really impulsive, like almost harmful act. <laughs> yeah, or just like a crazy <laughs> like, project that right. does not so matter. It's like, yeah, exactly. But it it's you know it's important to it's important to do both. It's mm. important to do the things that make you fun, but it's also important to do the things that you need to do to like live. I Definitely. relate to that too, though. When I got on Vivans, I was like, I can finally focus enough to do all the stuff I need to do. And then I like, yeah, I really had to work on making time to do the fun stuff because it was mm -hmm. like my brain just wanted to like get stuff done all the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I need to find a balance because just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, it took me about like kind of three weeks or so to level off. The first four days were the worst because I also like had so much insomnia because of the mm. stimulant. Mm -hmm. And so I would just be up all night like laying in bed with my eyes closed and my thoughts were just racing. And I could not fall asleep. Mm. And then I wake up the next morning I'm like that. How long do I have to do this? Yeah. 
But I kind of I decided to avoid naps and really lean into the exhaustion. And, like, I went for a run. I think it's the only time in 10 years I've gone for a run. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be so exhausted tonight. I'm not going to be able to overthink. Yeah, that's a good, good idea. That's a good strategy. It worked. So you are have stayed on the same dose and you yeah, I've just been feel on, good I've on I've been it. on a nice. low dose of Adderall for three years. Um, that's great. One of my daughters has ADHD confirmed. And mm. she's also on a low dose of Adderall. And... Um, it runs in my family. Like, you know, whenever your parents are like, oh, everybody does that. Well, yes. it turns out that it's just your whole family of like neurospicy <laughs> yes. does it. And yep. they just assume that's normal. Yep. Because um, like, I think just about everybody in my family has some level of um, neurodivergent behavior. Yeah. Well, if that's all you've been around, you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, of course, everyone has this insane system for where they keep their passwords. That's just like what adults do. Yeah. Right. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're just not friends with any normal people. <laughs> Normal's overrated. Yeah. Normal. What yeah. Is, what is normal? Someone I knew just was telling me about how their son was recently diagnosed and they really went through this like big thing of trying to get a provider for them. And I was like, well, I have to ask the question, like, where do you get it from? Like the mother or the father? And he was like, what? What? I was like, it's wildly genetic. And he's like, what? Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> like, go home and have a thing. Like, like a, yeah, I was like, maybe you should, maybe we should, uh, you need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> when you, when you look back at yourself, like, do you recognize ADHD traits from yourself as a child and probably like things that you're now seeing in your kids? So, too? oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, so my dad moved us a lot when we were really little. So it was always really hard to make friends and things like that. So I just mm. kind of attributed like having difficulty maintaining friendships had more to do with the fact that like I was changing schools every single year. Oh, my God. Um, so I was always wow. kind of a new kid. But like in fifth grade, we finally I, we moved back in with our mom and settled down. And um, I met my <laughs> I met my best friend and I just I had no idea how weird I was. <laughs> And she she told me a story. She was like, do you remember when um, we would be on the playground at recess? And like, what would, would everyone play? Like the four square ball where they'd like bounce the oh, ball yeah. back and forth to each mm -hmm. other? I would literally be running around in the field, flapping my wings and cawing like a crow <laughs> and like picking up sticks and building nests and things. <laughs> hey, you were one of us one before of us from the very beginning. <laughs> the very I was like, I was just like, how so come anyone else wants to be a crow today? And like, it was just like, I had to just run and move as much as possible. Mm. Like I would, and your teachers were like, "That's just her." Yeah, it's fine. Just she like just flapping wants, out in the field. She just wants to be a crow today. Just let, let her be. Let her yeah. fly. Like they didn't care. I was still on the playground property, so yeah. Um, Make sure she doesn't fly away. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like for fun, I would go to the library and like just walk up and down the aisles and look for new things. Like I think I taught myself like handwriting analysis, and <laughs> um, awesome. I learned a lot about gray whales and just really random stuff. Because I like to read encyclopedias, but that's not of something course. most kids do, apparently not. No, I guess not. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's always been there. It was just never really recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Especially back then, I feel like, yeah, adults, teachers were just like, oh, they're just, they're just weird, I guess. They're really excited <laughs> yeah. about causing problems, so we're yeah. not going to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting stuff done. She's reading the dictionary. She's yeah. fine. <laughs> She's gifted. <laughs> yeah. But I had a lot of anxiety, too. Like, I mm. like I would, like, shake a lot during, like, timed math tests to the point where oh I couldn't God. finish the oh. test. And um, I remember one time 
I was at a new school and the teacher said something like, you know, turn to your neighbor and, you know, do this problem. And I started crying and I was like, no one hears my neighbor. Aww. And they meant, you know, the person sitting next to you, but I, like Amelia Bedelia Sal, was like, I don't have any neighbors in here. <laughs> That's very Amelia Bedelia of you. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. How did no one catch this? Oh, yeah, man. well, you know, yeah. I wasn't lining trains up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't fit the stereotype. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you talked about you're on Adderall and you've been on the same dose for a couple of years. Have you tried any other therapies, like any like non-medication therapies or anything? Um, yeah, I actually have. I did. Um, so after after I kind of got through the pandemic and I'd been on medication for a couple of years, uh, a friend recommended a, um, a DBT program to me in Maine called um, What's um, DBT Dialectical Behavioral Training. Oh, and it's it's a form of it's I think it's the third wave of modern therapy approaches. It was developed in the eighties. Oh, um, and it it centers around mindfulness, interpersonal skills, emotional regulation, and there's a fourth one that I always forget, and it's going to pop into my brain at the nah. most random moment. Must not be that important. We'll insert it here, and it'll sound yeah. supernatural. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Wait, not, uh, no, I got it. Now I got to actually look it up. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. Cue our... the music. Yeah, that's right. I was like, <laughs> we haven't done that in a we while. Have a, we, have a, we haven't done it in a while. That's one of those things we did a lot and then we mm -hmm. just stopped doing it. I miss it. Cue the music. <laughs> Distress tolerance. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Yep. I feel yeah. like those are all important. So it takes place over a year, and you do three um, three hours a week of therapy. It's an hour. Three hours a week? Yeah, you do an hour oh. of one-on-one -on -one and then two hours of group. Mm. Oh, my God. And that way you can kind of um, – and the two hours of group is like the first hour is kind of like everybody checks in and talks about, you know, a, a challenge and um, a, like a triumph that they had over the week. And then we learn – we spend an hour learning one of those modules. Mm. Um and it's not for everybody. It's really it doesn't work very well with um, like autistic neurospicy because there's a, like a lot of, you know, imagine this and it, some put yourself of the, some in of the, someone else's shoes. Yeah, some of it can be kind of nebulous. Mm. OK, but it's a very useful like skill building therapy modality. And that really helped a lot with like the emotional outbursts and stuff that mm -hmm. I was experiencing. And I can also kind of relate to my kids a little bit more when they're having hard times because I can kind of be a more centered source for them to learn how to regulate their emotions and deal with their interpersonal challenges that they do in school and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you see, like speaking of your kids, do you see any of the traits that you share in your kids or do you see that they have different traits? Yeah, they're <laughs> both definitely neuro- Picklish. <laughs> That's a good term. Um, one of them was in, she did occupational therapy for a little while um, to kind of help with some of her um, like proprioceptive and like sensory challenges. Mm. Um, and kind of not officially was told she's most likely autistic mm -hmm. because of the fact that like the therapist didn't want to put it on her permanent record. Mm -hmm. That was going to be a choice I could make personally That's without fair. them making that unilateral decision because it would follow her for the rest of her right. life. Mm. And then my other daughter is not officially diagnosed with anything, but she's just one of the flock. She <laughs> one of us. 
Yeah, one of us. she's definitely she's she's definitely um she's a woofer. Nice. <laughs> woofer. I like that. So you've probably had to learn how to like not be so judgmental about your own traits now that you're like especially seeing them in for both your sakes, but now that you're seeing them in your child, I'm sure that's an added layer of difficulty of like not beating yourself up and then not beating them up. Not physically beating them up. I know <laughs> you're okay. yeah. Come here. Don't punch your kids in general. But yeah, not being like frustrated by what Official you now recognize. Official stance is yeah. to not Don't beat your children. Hit kids. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I'm sure that adds another layer of like having to manage all of those different traits and like not be yeah harsh and judgmental about it. You know, it's it's not. It's actually a lot easier now with the knowledge. Mm. Like there's there's a lot of power in having knowledge about yourself or about your children, um, and just that self awareness. I mean, self awareness is not a cure, but knowing like we're doing this because of that. Mm. Um, like we've really, really gone hardcore on our inner Kevin's, <laughs> and like that piece of shit. <laughs> it, it, like it's it, but it it take it adds a little bit of levity when we're having when we're having struggles, and it's mm. like hey. Your Kevin is like all like he's climbing through the windshield right now. What can you do to get him back under control? And yeah. it just it kind of helps. Love that. That's so My great. Inner Kevin. Like it helps a lot, and it like it it gives us a chance to kind of laugh at the things that are you know kind of silly. Like mm. you know I I let them listen to your podcast. Um, I usually try to pre-screen it ahead of time just in case. Oh, yeah, um, we should probably we should watch our tongues. Should, yeah, but you know Aww. it's it's not it's not a family. F- oriented pod- podcast in the first place but i let them listen to it because it gives them a chance to kind of relate to you know this is this is the adult side of these things that we're ch- struggling mm. with and gives them a chance to kind of laugh at themselves mm. in Aww. a way that so they don't it they don't feel bad about themselves yeah like, oh we can we can live this and it's hard and it's you know an explanation but not an excuse but it also means we're gonna have to try a little harder and yeah that's not fair but that's just how it is if we mm. want to you know survive in a world that's not built for us i hadn't really thought about that about kids listening to us as adults struggling with these things or going through these things and you know because we do it on the flip side of like learning about you know what kids are going through and kind of feeling better about ourselves a lot of the stuff i read is about like especially the clinical trials are all based on like kids and what kids are going through so it's interesting to hear like maybe kids could learn from our struggles yeah and you also hear that like adults you know don't have to be serious like you can also be a silly adult and still be and we are successful and still yeah just kind of be still laughing at little mistakes and i should have made that swallow comment earlier is what i'm thinking (laughs) it'll go over (laughs) their heads it'll be like a shrek movie you know exactly goes over the tops Uh, of their heads i know (laughs) they're gonna listen to this and be like what's wrong with shrek (laughs) yeah what jokes are we missing You must be such a great mom because you've gone through all this. I mean, I think of our upbringing and I'm not saying that our parents were bad parents. I'm saying that like they haven't gone through like the therapy and kind of working on emotional regulation and putting in all this work into yourself. And that way you can help, you know, be a better parent and kind of understand this and i don't think our our parents weren't like given those tools because no they have no awareness yeah mental health wasn't really a thing when they were growing up and so i think you know i know a lot of people are going through therapy right now but i think of like the next generations like like your kids and like how awesome that would be to have a parent who's like put in all this work into themselves and therefore they can kind of like transfer all those tools and skills that Mm. they've learned onto their kids 
I mean, I try. Like, I I want them to have an easier time navigating the world than I did. Like, I mm. haven't really figured most of this out until, like, the last three years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's really hard to go through your entire adult life just wondering why you can't quite get it when everyone right. else seems to be doing it. Mm. And, um, you know, they're they're going to have their own challenges that I won't have an op- ability to prepare them for, but that hopefully I can at least bring a little bit of equality to their existence. Yeah. yeah. And also just like normalizing therapy. Like, yeah, if you can afford it or you have insurance or, you know, even like I did my therapy through Medicaid mm-hmm. or main care because that was, um, you know, it was an option for me because I'm a single parent and um, like just normalizing, you know, making therapy more accessible and, you know, making therapy something that, can help but it's not so stigmatized because like we're no none of us get through life without experiencing some kind of a trauma that that mm. can you know alter our path yeah absolutely right. absolutely and like normal yeah normalizing therapy whether that be like you know talk therapy or or some sort of like medication therapy yeah or some like, therapy and then just all the different alternative yeah, therapies therapy, o- yeah. occupational therapy mm. the what arts I, speech therapy yeah, yeah music therapy mm-hmm. art therapy what I've noticed from we have a lot of in the OR, we have a lot of like travel travelers, whether they're scrub techs or nurses or whoever. And a lot of them are of the the younger generation, the the Gen Zs or the younger millennials. Mm. And they're so open about talking about like, I just up my Wellbutrin or whatever. Yeah, it's and crazy I'm, talking to a Gen Zer. They're so I casual. About they're I'm so like, casual. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. They're so casual. And they're like. Sorry, just had like a little menti bee in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, same. And they're just, they're so open about talking about mental health. And I'm hoping that we can all learn from them um, mm-hmm. because I think it is important. And, and, you know, we can't all be, you know, rocks that are just so stoic. And we shouldn't um, be. And we shouldn't be. No. Because nope. that's what makes us human. I think that's great. Definitely. Shame festers in silence. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, what a line. Oh, man. Ooh, I just Ooh. I just made that up. Oh, we gotta put Did that you? On yeah, a that's a good line. <laughs> put it I on a poster. Put it on a shirt. Oh. Or a hat. All right. Did we ask about your biggest ADHD traits yet? I don't think we. No, we end with that. Oh, okay. We, we but I was gonna ask it right now. We start oh, with struggles sorry. and then we end with the good ones. Oh, okay. So, what do you think your biggest uh, struggles with ADHD? Or neurospiciness in general. Oh, are. man. There's so many. Like, time blindness. Uh, yeah. I, like, I really think that, like, we experience time in a completely different way than holistic-minded yes. people do. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I've, I've, like, I had, like, an existential crisis when I was 16 that I was running out of time. Whatever that meant, I had no <laughs> idea. But I was, like, I was running out of time at 16 years old. Yeah. And I had daily breakdowns about it. Um, That's wild. <laughs> just, like... Couldn't. There's no time. Yeah, I'm, there's no I'm time. I'm running out of time. Yeah. I don't know what I'm running out of time for, but I am. <laughs> um, and like that mm-hmm. still can like just keeping track of like, wow, I can't believe I have to leave for 20 minutes in 20 minutes to get to this podcast. Now's a great time to hem a dress. Yeah. <laughs> Better start now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I got time. I do that too. Yeah. And it's it's annoying, you know, obviously on top of like the life frustrations, it's annoying because it feels like I can't get started on something because I know I'll get sucked in and then I'll mm-hmm. lose my whole sense of time. Yes. So it's like you don't even want to start things that you enjoy sometimes because you know you'll just like lose the day. Yeah. Exactly. It's so hard yep. to manage to, like, that balance. Plan plan waiting mode. Yes. Yeah. I hate that waiting mode. Yep. So organizing my brain and activities around time is really hard. And then like impulsivity, mm. like there's, you know, there's been like 
physical impulsivity problems that I've had over the years, like skin picking. I finally got my skin like under control. Your skin looks great. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah, I I started doing like um like a medicated prescription face cream. Oh, and nice. it like made a huge difference. And now mm. I don't have anything to pick at, nice. which is great. <laughs> You gotta um, get one of those toys. They have a lot of toys that you can pick at now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just saw on TikTok there's a stuffed animal that has like little fur that you can pick oh, out. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, okay. That'd be really cool. I've seen ones where they do like clay ones where you can like dig the clay out of like the little divots oh. and stuff. Ooh. That'd um, be a nice one. For me, I usually bring like my emotional support knitting with me. That's a good so idea. I have something to do with my fingers. I like to do that with my crochet when I'm watching TV because otherwise I'll, yeah, be doing anything else with my hands. I usually just fall asleep. Yeah. yeah, I do that too. I, I've fallen asleep knitting before. That's <laughs> <You awesome. have. laughs> it's, it's very stitch. soothing. Just, it, yeah, just it, it turns into a mess. Um, <laughs> and then, like financially, like mm. you know, bringing some light into things that I I struggle with. Hopefully, other people can relate. Like financially, getting my um, getting my budget under control and not overspending mm-hmm. has you know been an on again, off again process. It's really hard because like there's the whole world available to me and like all the things and I'm always going to want more than I can afford. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, having it isn't usually the part that I get a lot of joy from. It's like picking it out and collecting yeah. it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but that doesn't really help when, you know, bills still need to get paid and stuff. Yeah. But mm. you could have this thing now as opposed to this thing that's not now. And yes. Well, now you're not have now. It now. Like it's, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's been a real big challenge. I did. I had I kept a budget for a whole year. Whoa. And then mm. my Excel spreadsheet filled up and I had to start a new one and oh. I haven't done my budget in two months. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like the littlest things like that. It's right. like the smallest roadblock. Yeah. Yep. Which right. totally ruined this great right. habit you had. So hopefully I'll, I'm hopefully hopefully one of these days I'll get that going again. You'll get it going. Get I believe it. in you. I believe you. in you too. Yeah. What have you found has helped you for like kind of getting yourself to get on track? Um. Well, was it you who posted on Tracy's Facebook group about a money finance podcast? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Financial Feminist. I saw your comment and I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. Tori Dunlap. She's amazing. I gotta listen to that. Like her whole thing. She's a theater major, but her whole Mm. thing is like empowering women through money advice that actually works for women as opposed Mm. to like David Ramsey, which is very paternalistic and kind of misogynistic in a lot of ways. Like you can't do anything if you have any debt. And it's like, that's not. It's not realistic. Yeah, or motivating. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope. If I always feel bad about myself, I'm, that doesn't mean I'm going to work harder to do better. I'm right. sorry, but I'm just going to like go into maladaptive coping mechanisms and do things that are actually going to hurt me more, but feel better now. Yep, buy things to fill in the shame. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, it is a bottomless hole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I feel like taking the mental aspect of that shame out of money is like such an important big step for us, not just the spreadsheet organization, but yeah. like. But being able to actually like open your banking app without like having a panic attack. Yeah, well, I right. put my banking app on my home screen, so every time I open my phone, I have the option to check my bank account balance. And just mm. doing that more often means that like when I go into a store, I'm less likely to go. Well, I have this amount of money in my bank account, but that was actually a week ago, and I've had six auto pay bills come out, and I forgot. Mm. Mm. Yep. So I fall in that trap. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, you know, Tori Dunlap, um, financial feminist, she also has a book. Her information's really been helpful. Like, I use her budget spreadsheet. I used her budget spreadsheet. <laughs> You'll use it again. I, yep, Take I will. Take a temporary break. I, I, I printed out all my transactions for the last two months, and I'm ready to plug the numbers in. I just need to sit down and do it. There you go. Yeah. Getting set up. Yeah. Yep. That's half the battle. That's definitely. And then Tracy at Suka's advice of, like, switching over to, like, the whole Apple family 
I bought the Apple Watch, which meant I had to get the Apple phone. And then I had the iPad. And this is and then, f- good financial advice? Well, no, I, I, I didn't. I, like, I needed a new laptop. What it did was, she say it about was, Apple? Um, because a lot of the Apple stuff, like, ties into each other. So, like, with my watch, oh. I can find my phone. Yeah. And I've got, like, yes. I can say into my watch, you know, hey, S-word lady, you know, start a timer for this amount of time. And I can na- label the timer. So, like, mm. in 20 minutes, my turn off the oven timer is going to go off. I see. And it's not just a 20-minute timer. I'm like, why is that going off? Eh. It's probably nothing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just turn it off. It's news. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's helped a lot. Just like using tools to help organize myself a little bit better. Mm. Mm. Nice. Yeah. What do you think, we ended on a high note, what do you think your greatest strength in relation to like ADHD, neurospiciness is? My greatest strength? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably my ability to think outside the box that has been treated like a problem by some people, but I have... They're the the problem. I have the ability to look at a problem and come up with, you know, solutions that other people might not see. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's what we need more of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Plus, you've made it work for you. You know, you do creative work and I feel like... The stuff you come up with, it's like, how'd you come up with that? I know. Well, that's just that's just my hobby, though. That's not even my work, but it yeah. it fills in all the extra hours so that I can't pick my skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just a plan to avoid picking your skin. <laughs> yeah, it, you have a lot of creativity and a good imagination, it seems like. Thanks. Yeah. And what we're also referring to is you're a ceramicist. Do you want to plug your website here right now? Yeah, my, yeah. Uh, my website is Fernie ceramics.com and that's like f-e-r-n-y sorry i had um i had a little dog for 12 years and her name was fern and we Aww. always called her fernie oh so yeah. and they, i re i rebranded this year because i was i was my 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 whole name and it just didn't feel like it had flow to it mm. my brand Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a sweet rebrand yeah. yeah and we'll put that website in the show notes and everything so you yeah. guys can check her out and check out all her stuff and all her Earrings and everything that you make. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you never know what you're going to find on the website. And isn't that great for ADHD? Surprise. Yeah. It's surprise. A fun surprise. Next month know. it's urns. Yeah. <laughs> Next month it's colanders. Don't yeah. mix them up. <laughs> um, and I think that kind of brings us yeah. towards the end of our show. Yeah, for this episode. Yeah, for this episode. This has been great. Jamie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We'll see you next episode. Yes. Um, If you like this, you can follow, like, subscribe. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a lot of different outlets. Um, And if you want to keep this horse train going, you can donate to us on ko-fi.com slash weirds of a feather. For doing that. Yep. And you can follow us on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. You can join our Facebook group. You can email us at Weirds of a Feather at gmail.com. We'll also have probably Jamie's Instagram handle in the show notes. You can reach out to her if you liked this episode and you want to let her know and give her a comment and ask her a question or whatever. Yeah. And if you don't have anything good to say, then don't say anything. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't be rude. There's no need. Just move on. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, that brings us to our bird of the day, our bod. Our bod. bod. Nice bod. I love your bod. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I picked a bod um, because I wanted something cute, and 
I found it. We're doing the puffin today. Yeah, we are. So cute. So if you don't know what a puffin is, I don't know where you've been. <laughs> probably um, not in Canada or Maine. Probably. It's... it's everywhere in Canada and Maine. But it's this cute little black and white bird that lives at the coast on the North Atlantic Ocean, which is basically Canada and Maine. Um, and a fun thing is they have like this orangey yellow beak. And after mating season, it sheds its, like, hard beak to reveal a smaller, softer beak. Whoa. Yeah. Why? So we don't know. So puffins are shedders also? I guess, I guess so. so. Yeah. I didn't look into why. I'm sure there's a reason. <laughs> uh, but we'll never know. Does that change how they sound? I wonder. <sighs> I don't question. know. We're going to take the a puffin listen. Puffin scientist. Yeah. And, and puffin you know, scientist. If you're a puffin scientist. I know you're listening. <laughs> Lots of you out there. I know you're all fans. Please Let us email know. us. Or if you just know a lot about if puffins, you know a lot if it's about your puffins, special interest, maybe. Yeah. Where's like a 11-year-old out there whose special interest is puffins? Oh. Let us know, 11-year-old. <laughs> uh, let's listen. We, Grace and I kind of listen. We pre-screened, and we think that this is a bird sound we can do. Well, let's not, let's not I'm set feeling it up. confident. You're qualifying a lot. All right. Do you, you pause it? Jamie, do, you go first. Do your best. <laughs> Pressure's on. You got it. Um, made, we made a lot of promises. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. The people need to know. Ah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> I think that yeah, sounded great. really good. Yeah. Hopefully the puffins enjoy that serenade. I'm sure the puffins will enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one's a puffin questioning things. <laughs> What's going on here? He's like the detective at the scene of a crime. <laughs> sounds like my dog after she ate a full meal. <laughs> yeah. Moaning and groaning. <laughs> All right, pause that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do sound like a grumpy old man. Like, <laughs> I don't agree with that. Get yeah. off my rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see ya. Bye.